You are listening to the Show Up Society podcast. If you want to feel better about the way you show up in the world, you're in the exact right place. I'm your host, certified life coach, Tammy Bennett, and I'm here to help you stop giving a poop about what others think so you can make confident decisions. Your whole outlook on goals will change too. You'll see they can be fun, doable, and full of celebration, not something to be afraid of failing. And speaking of fears, I'll help you work through all of yours so you can take more action. You're already a badass in my book, and if you want to learn how to create the life you want, then get your buns in here and let's go. Welcome back to the Show Up Society podcast. This is episode 174, and today I'm talking about how people oftentimes weaponize self-help tools, and it makes them feel crappy, and I don't like that, so I want to help you not do that. So I missed you so much last week. I actually did not do a podcast because I did not have a voice. I was sick for about eight days and two or three of those days, I literally had no voice at all. Just some like little squeaks and weird noises came out. So I had to cancel all of my client calls, which is uh, the first time I've ever had to call in sick from my coaching. And um, yeah, I didn't get to do the podcast and I felt really sad about that. I missed uh, one of my daughter's track meets. Um, well, I missed a track meet where both of my daughters ran. Um, but anyway, it's just, you, you don't realize how unfun it is to be sick until you like get all the way better. And you're like, man, that, that really stunk. It feels so good to feel good. So I feel so much better now that I am physically feeling better and I'm kind of coming back to life and having my energy back and I'm so happy to be here. Okay, while we're talking about things that make me happy and excited, and before we get to the subject matter of today's podcast, I was just going to give a couple little other behind the scenes things. Um, So my husband, Coach Chris Bennett, uh, he's the global head coach of Nike Running. Uh, He and I are recording a podcast together, and we expect that to come out in late May. You can't always control the day that it comes out on Apple Podcasts. Um, We can only control when we submit it. Uh, But our goal is to have that come out in mid to late May. And I am super excited about that. It's going to be a place where we just sort of get to be ourselves and just talk and have fun and talk about the things that are inspiring us. So it's just, um, it's going to be a fun podcast to listen to when you just want to be entertained. Another thing that is really getting me excited is my Dare to Show Up program started Monday, May 1st. Uh, which is yesterday at the time of this recording. And it is so good. I have so many great people in there. Um, The universe, I'm telling you, the universe always sends me the kindest, funniest, smartest people. Um, And so I'm having a blast. And uh, one of the dares uh, that I had them do, so this is a program where I give them a dare a day. And I am also taking part, which feels terrifying to me because a lot of these dares are that I chose to do are ones that I would be scared to be dared to do kind of, um, but also I think are really beneficial. I have a really good reason for choosing each of the dares in the program. And one of them, uh, I had them tell me what they wish that they, that someone would dare them to do. So basically it's something that you want to do, but you just need that extra little push of motivation to do it. And one of the things I put on my list was to clean up my workspace because it has gotten, oh my gosh, horrendously bad over the past few months. Um, There was probably half of the room where you couldn't even see the floor. It was covered in papers and just all kinds of stuff. Just 
it, you know, it was hard to feel like a winner when you walked into this room because it was just so cluttered. And so just by me saying to the group that I wish someone would dare me to clean my room, somehow it made me want to clean my room. And I spent some time on Sunday with some amazing music and a little bit of dancing and a lot of cleaning. So the only thing I have left is kind of an intimidating stack of papers, um, like to just kind of sort through and file and figure out, you know, if I want to recycle them or what, but my room is clean. I dusted, I vacuumed, I swept, I reorganized, I cleaned off some desk space. It just feels so good. And I just thought it was really cool that just the fact of me saying out loud that I wish someone would dare me to do that made me, that was all the motivation I needed to get it done. So um, anyway, just thought that was cool. Um, This podcast that you're listening to right now is going to be published on May 3rd, Wednesday, May 3rd. And I am going to keep that Dare to Show Up program open, um, maybe for another day or so. So if you are listening to this podcast and you want to get into that group, I would love to to have you. Um, it is already just such a good time and people are making friends and connections and recommending things to each other and having fun doing the dares. Um, and I don't want you to miss out if that's something that you have been interested in. So I'm going to hold the doors open just a little bit longer. So one more thing before we get started with today's topic is uh, on the last one of the last few episodes of this podcast, I read a review and I asked people to uh, give me a rating or a review for my podcast. And a lot of you came through and I just thought that was so cool. So I wanted to share another one of those reviews with you today. And to just ask you if you haven't ever left me a review or a rating, if you could please do so now, that would be great. Because that helps me get in front of other people who might find this podcast useful. So I want to help as many people as I can. So the interview, the the review I'm going to read today is from Millie the Squirrel, which amazing. I have a dog named Millie and I had uh, I used to have a pet squirrel when I was younger. So I, this username really speaks to me. Um, but Millie the Squirrel said, Tammy is a brilliantly beautiful coach. I recommend this podcast to my friends and peers. So Millie the Squirrel, thank you so much. This means a lot coming from you. Okay, now we are ready to talk about weaponizing self help. So this is something that came up for me when I was sick. So right before I got sick, I had signed up for this kind of fairly intensive six-week program to help me with my health and my fitness. And the program requires you or, you know, recommends you to track your water and your sleep. Uh, A lot of talking about protein and eating enough and strength. A lot of um, they, they recommend some strength exercises and high intensity interval workouts and whole foods and meditation, all these things, right? And I signed up for it like, uh, I don't know, a couple days before I got sick. And then I got really sick and I really couldn't do most of those things. It was hard for me to just get off the couch, not to mention there was not a chance I was going to be exercising I didn't even get in all my water, which I should have because I wasn't feeling well, but I didn't get it all in because my throat hurt really badly and I wasn't sleeping well. Uh, I wasn't taking in protein. I just, I wasn't doing all the things. And at first my brain was like, oh my gosh, this is too much for me to do. And I just paid for this program. And now I'm missing a whole week or more of this program. And now it's a waste of money. And I should only have done it if I was going to be able to do every 
every day of it, every week of it, every part of the challenge, like, you know, the food and the water and the strength and the exercise and the meditation and all the things. And I was just telling myself that it was sort of a waste and that I shouldn't have signed up if I couldn't do it all and be all in. Um, And that just, and I caught myself really quickly because this is something that I used to do quite a bit. And I spent a lot of time beating myself up and making myself feel terrible for signing up for things and not doing all of it, like every ounce of all the things. Um, And so I caught myself pretty quickly. And I just wanted to show you how all or nothing thinking could make you miss out on getting something from it. So by me beating myself up for taking part in this program, but also not taking part, right? So, you know, paying the money and signing up for it, but not being able to do all the things. If I had stayed in that where I was so busy thinking that I didn't do a good job and it was a waste of time and a waste of money and why did I sign up for another class that I'm not going to finish, instead of staying in that place of beating myself up and weaponizing it against me, instead, I was just focusing on, okay, can I just drink the water every day? And I just focused on what I could take from it, the piece that I did choose to do and make it worth it. Right. So in, instead of focusing on let's let's just say there's like 10 requirements of this program. I don't remember how many I didn't count how many there are. But like if you're thinking of like sleep, water, protein, strength, whole foods, all that, if you if you just consider that those are 10 things. Let's say for that week that I was unable to participate fully, what if I had just chosen one or two to really focus on and really get a benefit from and not beating myself up about it at all, not using it as a weapon to tell myself that I'm not doing enough, but instead going, man, this is really great. This program is getting me to drink all my water. And guess what happens when I drink water? I get better faster. I feel hydrated. I have more energy. I'm healthier. My skin, hair, and nails, all the things, my body just appreciates it so much. What a better way to look at it is like, I'm so glad I signed up for this program because now I'm drinking more water than I did instead of looking at all the things that I wasn't doing. I'll give you another example. I have a lot of examples. Uh, I used to take, when I first started in my uh, art licensing business, I took a class. I took a couple art classes and they were, one of them had assignments every week. And so you could turn in the assignment and uh, an art agent would look at them and pick some of her favorites and give feedback. And so I felt a lot of pressure to turn in the assignments every week. And there was this one week at the end where there was so much going on with our family and it was just a really crazy time. And I was breaking my neck to get this assignment done. I was spending so much time on it and just being really stressed out because I was telling myself like, oh, if I don't do every single assignment, then it wasn't worth it for me to take this class and it was a waste of money and I always sign up for things and I don't finish them. And I had this whole story that I never completed anything. And so it was causing all this stress I turned in an assignment that was pretty shitty just because I was creating it from this place of just like beating myself up for like if I didn't do it, there's that's no space to create from, right? When you're telling yourself, you better do this or else you're a loser. You never finish anything. What a terrible atmosphere for creating beautiful, fun art, right? So I turned in this really shitty piece that I wasn't even proud of just for the sake of me being able to check the box and say that I did all the assignments, 
It would have been so much better if I had just said, you know what, I'm not going to do this last assignment, but I did all the other four or five assignments that were you know, given to us during this program, and they were really good pieces. I am still, I still look back at some of those pieces that I turned in, and I can't believe that I created them because I love them so much. So what a better way to look at it is like, I'm so glad I signed up for this program because I got four or five, I can't remember now, really great pieces of art that I'm really proud of. That's so, it would be just as true as me saying like, I didn't turn in the last, I didn't do a good job on the last piece, but one of them feels way better than the other, right? It feels so much better to say, I'm so glad I signed up for this because I turned in a few good pieces of art rather than I should never have signed up for this because I didn't finish it because I didn't do it perfectly. I didn't check off every single box that there was. It's such a shame that we do that to ourselves with this all or nothing thinking, thinking that we have to do every single speck of the thing in order to think that we did it good enough or well enough, right? I'm going to give you another example. I have a lot of clients that will listen to podcasts or they will read books or they will sign up for these like programs to help you be more organized or to help you not procrastinate or to help you with your social media or to help you be a better parent. All of these kind of courses or podcasts or books, right? And, but then they'll say to me, but I didn't finish it or I couldn't implement all of the things that they said. So that was a waste. And they get so down on themselves that they didn't drastically change their whole entire lives because of this podcast or this self-help book or this program. And they use it instead of gleaning one little piece of information that they can take and that can change the way they look at things, that can change their parenting or can change their social media or their organization skills. Instead of taking that one magical piece that changes so much for them, instead they use it as a way to beat themselves up for not doing it completely, not doing all of the above. And it's just such a shame. I saw this a lot. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is because when I was promoting my Dare to Show Up program, um, and this happens every time I host a group coaching program. So I did six months of group programs last year, and it happened every single time. Uh, I get a lot of people that freak out because they can't do it all. Or they'll write me ahead of time and they'll say, I would love to join your program, but there's no way I could commit to doing the whole thing. Or I won't, you know, I'll be traveling a little bit. Or they'll always have these reasons why they can't take 100% participation. And I just think it is such a shame. And so I'll get people that are that do sign up, and then they'll be in the group, and they will be really stressed out and upset that they don't have time to do all the activities, or they can't show up to every single call. Um, And I tend to give a lot of options for activities when I have group programs. We'll have, you know, some flash challenges, we'll have some group communication, we'll have chances for them to ask for coaching, we'll have live calls, I have all of these options for participation. And they think that if they don't do all of them, then it's not worth it for them to sign up or be a part of it. And it's just, it breaks my heart a little bit, because I really believe that if people just took one of those, I think that somebody could probably come into my group program and ask one really good question in the ask for coaching space and have me coach them on it. And it could literally change how they think about things and and have a tremendous impact on how they go about their days. One little question. I think sometimes they could get more from that one little question than they could from breaking their necks to be a part of every single call and every single online group chat that we have in the group. And so to me, I'm like, well, who gives a flying shit if you can't do every single part of the program? 
I don't design my programs to see 100% attendance or completeness. I don't even check to see if everybody did every exercise. I've never once checked to see uh, how many calls somebody showed up for or how many assignments they completed. I've never once checked that because it doesn't matter to me. And I think the world is a little bit crazy for teaching us that we have to scrape every bit of something to make it worth it. It has taught us, the world has taught us quantity over quality. It's like, I remember I used to live with a roommate who would have a bowl of ice cream and he would scrape, scrape, scrape the bowl. I mean, like to the point where my brain like wanted to explode to get every single last little drip of ice cream from the bowl. And I'm like, are you really enjoying that? Or are you doing that because you feel like you need to get every last drop or it wasn't worth it? Like, what if you just concentrated on the bites where your spoon was full and you just savored the ice cream and you just tasted it and enjoyed it instead of worrying about getting every last drop out of the bowl? I think one of the biggest lessons that I want you to walk away from this podcast with is that you can get everything you need from a self-help thing, whether it be a book or a podcast or a course or a workshop or a workbook, whatever it is, you can get everything you need and maybe more if you aren't doing every single activity, even if you aren't doing every single activity, or maybe even especially if you aren't doing every single activity. Because sometimes we get so busy trying to do the actions that we forget to take the impact of it and what it means and let it change us. This also goes for a lot of people that I see signing up for, you know, not necessarily self-help stuff, but like art classes or ballet classes or karate, whatever it may be. And you think that if you don't go to every single class, that it's a waste. And I just don't agree with that. I agree. Yeah, you should try. I think the more consistent you are at something, the better you're going to be. But I don't think that it should be a chance for you to beat yourself up for not being 100% all in doing every single aspect. I also just want to talk about that word all in for a second. To me, all in doesn't mean like the 100% participation. All in means that you are there with your full presence and that you are guaranteeing yourself that you're going to get something out of it. That's what all in to me means that you are going to give it your very best effort when you show up and you're going to show up as much as you can. But even if you can't show up every single minute of every single activity, that you're not going to use that to tell yourself that you didn't do a good job, that you're not a finisher, that you're not a completer, that you didn't do what was expected of you. I think that you can gain so much from focusing on what you did do, what you can do instead of what you missed out on. This actually reminds me of a book called The Gap and the Gain, I am blanking a little bit on the author right now. I'm looking over at my bookshelf. Let me see if I can see it. Dan Sullivan with Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And I haven't finished the whole book, but I must confess to you because I there's something about my brain that just doesn't want me to complete a nonfiction book. So I read part of it though, and I got the, the gist of it so far is that us humans tend to focus on the gap from where we are to where we want to be rather than the gain looking at where we started to where we are now. We want to look at so much more about what we haven't done rather than what we have done. And I think it's a very similar concept that I'm trying to tell you is if you take these self-help things that you're doing or these courses that you're signing up for and you look at how it has impacted you and how you have changed and how you have implemented new ways of thinking rather than what you missed and what you didn't do, you can, it's just so much healthier 
it feels so good to look at how far you've come and what you have showed up for and what you have taken in and what you have done. That feels so much better and is so much more useful to you than looking at, oh, I still have so far to go. I didn't do this. I haven't done that. I have a long way to go. That doesn't feel as good. And my theory is that when you feel good about yourself and what you're doing, you're going to go do more of it. It is so much easier to be productive and to get things done when you are feeling good about yourself. And if you're talking nicely to yourself and cheering yourself on, than it is if you're beating yourself down. I've noticed that in my own life big time and I've noticed it with every single one of my clients. The more you're ready to cheer for yourself and acknowledge what you've done, the more you will do. So don't take these self-help things and use them as weapons against yourself to make yourself feel like shit. That's not what they're there for. It defeats the whole entire purpose. Instead, I want you to look at the, the, the one little nugget, the one shining little gem that you took from it and use that and appreciate the impact of that. Okay, that's all I have for you today, friend. Thank you so much for showing up for this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Now go out there and show up for yourself. Friend, if you liked this podcast and you want help applying it to your life so you can do more of what you want, you'll love working with me one-on-one for six months. I help you with strategy and mindset so you can figure out what you want, make an action plan, and I'll help you get unstuck all along the way. If you're a creative business owner, be prepared to make more sales. Go to showupsociety.com forward slash consult to set up a consultation call to see if we are a good fit. I can't wait to help you put more of you into this world. Oh, hey, loyal podcast listener. Thank you for being here all the way through to the end. I would love for you to come find me on Instagram at showupsociety and go into my DMs and tell me a gem or something that you have taken out of a self-help book or a podcast or an online class. Tell me the gem that you have gained from taking part in something like that so I can help you celebrate you showing up and getting something out of a class or a podcast or something like that. Okay. All right, friend, keep being you.